There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. We're hanging around. It is the morning sickness and uh, back from vacation. Uh, I, I didn't expect to see Brett here for a few days. I mean, and you would have been right. I mean, you've lost your, uh, you've lost a family member this yeah. year, and you took a week off, yeah. and that makes sense. This one, I figured maybe a month or two would. Uh, we lose Polly Walnuts on vacation. Uh, that hurt me. You had to be. He's a hero. He's a hero. your idol. I know. It's your Derek Jeter. It is. Uh, you lose Polly Walnuts. Now you got to speed up that hair. I, I, you know, I told Medea that already. Yeah. She's like, absolutely not. You go. You'll see. No. It's tribute time. The slick wings yep. are coming. They have to be there. Uh, who else? The uh, the Polly Walnuts died. Then you lost uh, uh, Sonny Sonny Corleone, uh, James Con, James Con from The Godfather. And people don't know what was his name? LQ Story or LQ something? LQ yeah. Jones. Jones. That's right. LQ Jones, who was the uh, the the county commissioner, some sort of bigwig hillbilly from early Vegas that was trying to run the mob out. He was button heads with Robert De Niro in Casino in a classic scene because he fired his dim witted son yeah. from letting them ah. And he sits and he has that down, looks over the, the the bridge of his nose to De Niro and starts telling him, you're messing with the wrong mother yep. efforts. Oh, it's the best. And that dude died. So mob movie, uh, people died like crazy on the vacation. I didn't even call Brett. I'm like, I don't even want to hear him. I don't want to hear a grown man cry that loudly and that. I mean, between Sonny and Polly Walnuts, boom, uh, two days in a row. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to need so Katrina's number. To make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to. I, I finished half a bottle of Sambuca. I mean, that's you know, I mean, that's just an honor. Of and I mean, that took one back from my homie. So prepare yourselves, Italians like Brett Pesci, De Niro. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're, Watch Scorsese, your mouth over there, Keitel, they're, Pacino. They're all Watch right mouth. there. They're, we're going to start losing. Them. Yeah, I mean, it is the cast of The Godfather is all going to go probably in the next year or two. I'm gonna. I I'm, might be taking some more time. Yeah, off. Just, you, we're gonna give you a couple extra weeks right. a year because it is not good for you. That, that is brutal. Other than that, other than that vacation was great. great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nothing really uh, bad happened there. Uh, speaking of Derek Jeter, though, I do wake up to the news this morning that uh, there's an ESPN special coming out about Derek Jeter, uh, with Derek Jeter kind of as at the helm of it, and how uh, one of the main focuses is for him to dispel the rumor that he ever gave gift baskets to girls he banged. 
And he said, I don't know where it started, why it started, or how it started, but it's never happened. And he goes, I was at a Starbucks, and a dude tapped me on the back shoulder. And he's like, hey, man, because of you, I give out gift baskets too. And he said, Jeter said he turned to him, and he goes, you're a f- idiot. He goes, what did you think I was going to do? All right, dude. So what did you think I was going to do? And I'm like, no. No, Derek, don't take this away. It's one of the coolest stories in in man kingdom, let alone sports. Yeah, own it. Own that. Even if it's not true, make that yours. It I think is. he just doesn't want anything coming out like that. But but if but here's the problem: if it's true, and he does it, and he's trying to hide it. It's going to come out now. If it's not true, yeah, you know, fine. Resist. You could you could run with it. Nobody's got evidence. If you're making up a grand story about yourself. No one can ever say – like, the only thing that could happen is a girl would go, I never got a gift basket. And it's like, well, you weren't good enough. I mean, that's <laughs> it's going to automatically jump back on the person saying, he didn't give those out because we're like, not to you. Remember when uh, – was it uh, Usher or who was the guy who went through the list of girls that said a game? It was Martin? Usher. I, I got herpes uh, from Usher. There were like six of them. And one was fat, and he looked at the fat one. And he goes, I might have done it not to that one, though. Like, he pointed <laughs> out couple, which one. Like, which is awesome. Which is a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I got him, but – I gave him not the, from her. I remember you, you, you. I would do so. That's probably true. But you, no, you didn't get him from me. And he picked out the big one and said, "No, that's the He's Jeter got his lore payout lineup." <laughs> the Derek Jeter lore has to be that this is true. It's just so. Whoop! Jeez, excuse me. It's just so. It's so true. And my internal monologue was swearing. Yeah. It has to be because you can't. Now, if if it is true, because one girl claimed you years never, ago, but you, uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to say the no, one she girl. got two. Okay, oh, she, she was good then. She, well, no, because she he didn't remember her. Oh, so he gave her he gave her a, a hit, gave her a gift basket with an autographed Derek Jeter baseball, and then a year or two later came back and did her again. Didn't remember her, and gave her the same because he had different variations, these, uh, different tiers. I'm surprised. Here's my thing. <laughs> Why don't more of these girls say? Oh, it's true. Here's my basket that I got. Here's my autograph. Some have. That's the one girl that came out and said I, she I got two. Have we seen any again, pictures of this? all talk. Why, I, why would any girl come out and say she had two? All talk or otherwise. Why would she even bother? Why would any girl say it? I think the odds of her getting uh, uh, an autographed baseball at a game and saying it was a maybe gift, I think. Maybe part of her gift basket. So basically her. what you're saying. You're, you're proving she my point. Say she could say she could have gotten two autographed baseballs. Okay, so she qualifies herself as a whore who would rather just tell the story that she one night stands uh, Derek Jeter twice in her life, wasn't memorable, and did it again. Thinking. And thinks that's a better story than just, no, he never gave me a gift basket. I got two autographed balls from him. Yeah, because she's still trying to get him. No one knows who he's, she, he's the perfect gentleman. <laughs> no, he's not. So he's he's, like, a, he's he's got. That's what she's saying. He is in my eyes. You're not. Oh, he used to be, <laughs> and now he's just that guy with uh, Hannah Jeter. He he. No girl he was with is going to top Hannah Jeter. There's your problem. Hannah's that's tired. I'm saying of he's a gentleman to me. Hannah might be tired of hearing about it. But then why do the documentary? None of it adds up. And the only thing he's done now is step in it. If he ever has given that gift basket up, because Mike Piazza. Gave out a gift basket that used to get compared to Derek Jeter's gift basket. That was a that was a thing that two girls were on. It I was with Mike short. Piazza, and, and Mike Piazza's gift basket was garbage. It was like coupons to, you know, Whistling Willie's Pizza pal- Parlor, uh, ra- know, ra- ra- yeah, WNBA tickets, a <laughs> jug of ragu, <laughs> right? An autographed Uh-oh. Tommy Lasorda picture. There was nothing in it that was good.
and two girls were on TV comparing. The, and the one was surprised to hear, well, I got one from Mike Piazza when she heard what was in Jeter's. And then there was the one girl that I do think lied that said Derek bought her a car. That's a gift basket, if you ask me. It's not necessarily, you know, I think you're picturing like a Halloween Easter candy basket. Yeah, nice. A that's gift a, basket is... With the plastic is, wrap around it? That's no. what I was thinking of. No, no, no. You know, And I'm like, Because you guys are rubes. On, this is, this <laughs> is rude. Why is not up on eBay why or something not? yet? Because it would be in a Toomey suitcase with a red ribbon around it and inside packed beautifully. It's not some Easter basket she leaves the house with. <laughs> with some bottles of bubbly in it. A little wicker basket. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> She's skipping out of the apartment. It wasn't the, peeps. in an egg roll. Derek Jeter's big Easter egg roll, and then you have to walk out with that embarrassing oh, gift sack. Oh, they love it. No, no, you get really nice no, you luggage. Put it in the, you put it in the, uh, you know, Tiffany's box. He'll get a bunch of those. No, you weren't thinking that until I said it, Mister <laughs> no, no, Tiffany's the box. You were thinking the super box with the cellophane uh, around it, like it was a, you know. When you say, I'll admit, when you say, yeah, anytime someone says gift basket, <laughs> right? But it, but you got to consider a gift basket. From a high end thing is not in a wicker bucket like you would. Hit <laughs> oh, it. he! I bet you he wove them himself. Stop it! If he did out of his own pubes, that would be beautiful. <laughs> That's a different thing. That's a different beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. So, but that, I, that was just. I mean, I'm so much to unravel over the week that we were off, and so many things to just throw out there. And the one thing, the very first story I pop into today, Derek Jeter dispels the rumor. Nine. I'm like, oh, you're setting yourself up, Derek. This is, and it uh, evidently it airs on ESPN July 18th. And he's he's not adamant about it. He kind of smirks the little clips. Yeah, I'm like, this is hilarious. This how is I just ridiculous, got- but it's not. You did it. You did it. And if you didn't, say him. you did. If he did it one time, that's that's all it that's takes. All it takes. And yeah. guess what? That's all it will take to make him look like he's covering something up. And he even says in the in the one clip, he's like, I did everything I could to stay out of the spotlight with my behavior. He be, did good though. He really. was amazing. Yeah. Squeaky clean image of Derek Jeter, and all he did was club and bang, and you know he was the perfect single. Yeah, and now you know people name their kids after Derek Jeter. There's a guy for the Red Sox named Jeter Downs, named after Derek Jeter, and I want to call him the Down Syndrome because he is <laughs> he has single handedly defeated the Yankees two days in a row. They brought him up as a pinch hitter twice. It was like movie magic. Jeter Downs, and he's number twenty, which I think is two point because Derek was number two. But Jeter Downs, the Down syndrome, how Boston is not all over that because Boston has no moral compass at all. Once you leave Harvard or MIT's campus, you're in Boston with a bunch of people from Boston. From Boston. And the Down syndrome would take there. They'd buy all those shirts. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Because they don't want to cheer for anybody named Jeter in Boston. But if you give them a nickname like Down syndrome, I should be in marketing. Because he, he got a little bloop over uh, – uh, LeMahieu's glove last night that opened the game up, and all they kept saying was Downs. It's just he's a thorn in their side, and I'm like, he's a syndrome. He's got the Down syndrome on the Yankees. It's a thing. But yeah, Jeter had. Pe- you don't see people naming their kids after baseball players anymore. Uh, nobody. Derek Jeter might be the last one. You don't have any, you know, Vladimir's right now, and although maybe yeah. someday, but right well, now Derek Jeter was the last of that. You had kids named Mickey or uh, you know Joe. And then maybe in the 70s, you got a couple of Bake McBrides. I don't know if you had those families really big in Philadelphia on Bake. Or, uh, you know, you had some, some people named after. I'm their waiting for Trout player. Smith. It's not happening. Yeah. Jeter? Probably happened. If Trout, if Trout played in Kansas City or maybe in the middle of the country, but in LA, nobody's naming their kid Trout. You don't think Shohei's are on their <laughs> way up? Who? Shohei's may, maybe. I don't know if Shohei's popular already. It might be John. Who knows? It might be the same as. 
in Japanese. I don't know, that's a, but the Jeter thing was disappointing. The second most disappointing thing in sports was right here in our town. Uh, and no, it's not the Diamondbacks. That would be way <laughs> lower on the list of disappointment. Uh, Coach Nygaard for the uh, Phoenix Mercury. Oh. Coach Nygaard, she's got a lot of Y's and A's in her name, uh, goes on TV and says that if LeBron James was in Russia, this will never go away. I almost want Brittany Freed so people shut up about what isn't actually happening. Nobody's being a realist about this. I watched the I, by the way. Watch the entire WNBA All-Star Weekend. You're the one, huh? Most all the festivities. Clockwork Orange. I watched a little of the three-point shooting contest, but I was laughing so hard, I sold my tonal. I'm just going to play that over and over for an ab workout. Hilarious! <laughs> so then I, the game was on at uh, 9.45 a.m. yesterday, because that is prime time for when people want to watch their sports. A little before 10. And, you know, and it's not because it's overseas or anything like Wimbledon, which they re-ran, by the way. They, they showed a live second time. and then it showed it again because up it's before. a real sport. Uh, so the WNBA is on there. And uh, I got Ard said uh, that if it was LeBron in Russia, he'd be here already. Uh, but since it's Brittany, it must be because she's black, a woman, or she's gay. Those are the only reasons, by the way, in her mind, Brittany is detained and, not, and, that, and that the government is not breaking their back to go get her. Black, woman, or gay. And if LeBron, again, she said, if LeBron was there, we'd have gotten him. Here's, here's my argument back to you, Nagaard. If I were arrested in Russia with weed, there would be zero attempts by the government to get me back. So it's a class system, and it has always been that. Yes, LeBron, you cannot compare Brittany Griner's importance to the economy or to uh, general uh, perceptions of the United States as, as LeBron. You can't compare LeBron and Brittany. Uh, if LeBron had done it, he'd be just as bad and be like, what an idiot. And so, But there would be more of a push to go get him. Uh, in between that is almost all of the NBA, uh, most of Hollywood, all of the other male sports, then Brittany Griner. Then after Brittany Griner, and I hate saying this, all the rest of us. Biden is not going to break his neck for Brady Bogan, who took hashish oil through a Moscow airport on a business trip. Trip's barely going to break us. Trip is not going to do it. No. We're staying in jail for a long time. So, it has, it's, so f- you, not I, Ard, for even bringing up race, uh, gender, or sexual orientation because it has absolutely nothing to do with that. You think that our country hates uh, black, gay women? Then explain why the WNBA has been funded for 26 years. We can't get enough of uh, trying to make that group happy. Because nobody wants to argue with him. So shut up already, immediately. How about this? Because yesterday during the WNBA, it was actually kind of a funny moment. They did the big Brittany Griner halftime video thing and all the stuff like, wow, this is what happened. This is where she is. The president's done nothing. And I'm not a a Biden guy, but he shouldn't do anything. There's no – she's not a bargaining chip. She gets you you nowhere. A, you can. B, you get nothing back. It's a bad trade. It's why Kevin Durant's still in – Give up the butcher. It's why he's still in Brooklyn because it can't make a trade. There's no bargaining chip that's worth it. Uh, How about this? I'll give you – maybe it is because she's black, a woman, or gay. I'll go down that road. Or what nobody mentions – Maybe she's guilty, stupid, and deserves it. That's what I'm going with. There you go. Can we argue both sides? Rather than just immediately throw it away, she's, you know, she's done something wrong. Okay, let's throw that on the pile of black, gay, and woman. 
Made a mistake. Also, realize right. in there. Accidentally packed her illegal cannabis oils. Yeah. Which she had in Russia. Her own admission now in court. Right. But her lawyers are saying, oh, you have to do that to play the game. I'm like, okay, play the game. All you want. Play it like crazy. Gotta get oh. paid. Speaking of. <laughs> ski mask. Right on time. 6 a.m. Walking to the party. No, that's in hand, too. Still late. So 6 o'clock, the aggregate time. Show starts at 6. She walks through the parking lot at 6. Nice guy. Anyway, can we just uh, throw in the other options before we start blaming the entire United States for being racist, sexist, and homophobic? And just say, oh, yeah, also, Britney screwed up. Because when they ran that tape during the NBA or WNBA All-Star Game halftime, of Britney in jail and everything. So they came back and they showed shots of her wife. That lady was having a good time at the WNBA All-Star Game. And she was laughing. Then they showed her a second time and she was, uh, they, they, somebody whispered in her ear, oh, you've been on camera a few times smiling and having a good time. Knock it off. You know what, Britney? We, we don't need Britney or anybody else seeing that you're, you're coping pretty well here with all these other girls. And man, oh man, was that WNBA game fun. All Rebecca Lobo did as the announcer was talk about Candace Parker's party the night before. Nice. <laughs> All they did, and it was it was thirty nine. Get a gift basket. <laughs> there were some gift baskets, but a few of them were running like they needed. There was some chafing. There was a lot of chafing in the WNBA All Star game. There was one girl, and they made the worst mistake ever. Again, nobody in PR, nobody in marketing at the WNBA worth a squat because for the second half they all wore Brittany Griner's jersey. Nobody knows who these people are in the first place, let alone you take away their number and their name off their back. We're just watching a bunch they, of at least number no 42. One player. It's hard enough to watch baseball Jackie on Jackie Robinson Day because okay. you're like, uh, I think that's Tim Anderson, but I don't want to sound racist because it might be the other guy. They're all number 42, uh, but the one girl was running, and I mean, she got just pogo strapped the night before. It was the way she was running. If she's a professional athlete, let alone an all star in that sport. Something happened to her thighs the night before. Where she she did not want them rubbing together. She was running like she just got out of the pool, wet, messy, chafed, and the rest of them were slow. Rebecca Lobo made a point. Goes, it's hard in an All Star game to only score thirty nine points in the first half, but that's what they've done. Must have been Candace <laughs> Parker's party. <laughs> now imagine this, because Megan said during that she goes, "Why do you think that is?" I'm like, imagine if the entire NBA was gay, and All Star Weekend was in Vegas. And they're just blowing and banging, and they're at a party. All the dudes would have like herogasm. Oh, it would have been herogasm. It would have been a f- festival. That's what goes on in the WNBA. Nobody likes to talk about the fact that the league is all women interested in each other. Mostly, eighty-five percent. Most of them have a sexual preference for what's standing right across from them on the court. Not true in most men's sports. Like they say that maybe ten percent of them are gay. Not many come out, I think maybe two total in the history of the game. Uh, they're not, you know, for fear that the guys there are going to get upset about it. But if it was mostly all gay, it's just like uh, in, you know, the WNBA weekend, they have to have curfews. The reason that they have curfews for players in sports is not because they want them to be responsible, eat right, and sleep healthy. It's because they'll get in trouble banging everything that moves in foreign cities. And they still do it. But they're like, I need you guys in your rooms at 10 o'clock. Because nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Robert Sarver offered to buy the Suns all hookers in a locker room talk when they go to Los Angeles if it meant that they could get back to their rooms by 10. 
I'll pay for the girls. You guys never win here. If I pay for the whores, will it guarantee you all get back in? And they all laughed like, yes. But some lady heard it in the hallway and said, oh, my God, the owner's offering the players hookers. It was a strategy. They want to bang each other in the WNBA. Man, was it fun to watch. And just, they had a dunk. Uh, it was a breakaway. One of the older players, this is a 105-year-old lady, touched the rim and the ball went in. And then there was this cacophony of sound as her hand got kind of stuck in the net. And, uh, and, they, and they threw a fit. They went, went crazy. And I'm like, this is why your league sucks. You're celebrating what happens in eighth grade basketball. You are celebrating that as an achievement in the sport, and it happens in eighth-grade boys' basketball. You need to pull away from wanting to dunk or lower the rim where it happens frequently. You've already shrunk the ball, so lower the rim a little bit and just admit it. You can't do what – there's never going to be a contested dunk in the WNBA. I think the game would get a little more interesting if you lowered it. It will, it will, but first off, it'll never be interesting. <laughs> That's a mistake to say that. It's don't even that. You might as well lower that. They'll have the to floor. wear helmets. Yeah, <laughs> look, it would only be interesting. There's only one way the WNBA gets interesting if some of these new women start playing. You know, the identifiers. If they start rolling in, and you get a few of these, you know, six foot eight inch, two hundred and forty five pound specimen ladies that may or may not have been Army Rangers a few <laughs> years ago. You know what I'm saying? Those guys. If they start playing, then the game gets interesting. Back from four tours. Right. After his fourth tour, he came back with some PTSD and a question about his sexuality. Made some changes, and let's welcome him to the Atlanta Dream. Because if we're going to be, you know, open-minded about it, the one thing missing from the WNBA is good male basketball players to make it good. Because otherwise, it's horrible. Kevin Ray and I had that talk once. He goes, I got to tell you, Diana Taurasi's from like, Stop. Stop it. We're not talking about this. She doesn't. She's got a street named after her downtown. That is uh, political pandering is what that is. Does he talk, talk it up to? He loves Diana. They're friends. And I'm okay. sure she could be a, a wonderfully nice woman. As far as professional basketball goes, stop it. She's very good as a girl basketball player, uh, all things being relative. I've seen what she plays against. I have two fake hips and a broken arm. I could probably score six points a game. I'm 50, by the way. And I'm, and I'm pretty confident I'm going to knock a couple down. They had a four-point shot in the game yesterday. Oh, hilarious. Because the four-point shot is basically what Steph Curry does six times a game. It's back a little bit from the, right. the NBA three. These chicks were throwing that thing like somebody, like it was a hot air balloon. Like they were just heaving it into the air. It was like, God, I hope that gets close. Was it like Wimbledon where you hear him grunt? Well, my friend Colin said they should make it so every time the, the ball hits the rim, it makes the Monica Seles grunt <laughs> because it smashes the rim. And at least it would be funny instead of that clunk noise that it makes every time they – because they smash it. They hit it hard. Oh, the WNBA. What a treat. But, yeah, so I, I, you know, I just got a little upset that that got so much uh, play over the week is that they said Britney's in jail because – is still there because she's a woman, she's black, and she's gay. And then they asked another lady, or they asked uh, Brittany's wife, do you think if it was Steph Curry, he'd still be there? Do you think she goes, oh, no shade on Steph, but no way. You're right, because Steph is more important as a bargaining chip to the general goings-on of society in the United States than Brittany Griner is. And I know no one likes to hear that, but guess what? 
Toledo goes to jail in Russia, we're not fighting that hard to get him back. Get used to the it's gonna be it's going to be hard <laughs> and probably not worth it. Why did my first call? What were you doing? Oh, I had my weed pen. I'm like, you're an idiot. The first question: If I do that in the border, yeah. If you get stuck in Mexico, I'm not going to drive to get you. Yeah. Because Alex, what did put you it do? In my bag. Right. What did you do? I, if you called me and said I'm being uh, unlawfully detained in Mexico, I'm like, I told you not to go to Mexico. First things first. I told you don't. Did you do it? Well, you see, but it's not fair. The only reason you guys aren't coming after me is because I'm a producer and not on the shows. Of yep, exactly. That's it. You just keep telling yourself that it has nothing to do with the fact that you had weed. In a foreign country. The faster we start talking about reality, the easier things will be with Britney's situation. But Joe Biden, for as feckless and useless as he is seeming to be, doesn't have time for this. You, you start some campaign. Get a documentary team involved. And you fly over to Moscow and fight for your way. I haven't seen that lady hop on a plane and get over to Moscow. She's scared to go over there. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. She's not even going to go visit Brittany. Maybe she can, maybe she can't, but I don't know. Brady, if your family member was unlawfully detained in Moscow and the government didn't seem to be helping out much, would you go? First off, they would would be back home by now. You think? Russia would have at least 40 (laughs) cases of sauce and... No, that's true. There's you got some bargaining trading. chips. Right. That's for sure what they would love. I think the Ruskies are big on the barbecue sauce? Well, this hot sauce from a storage <laughs> facility is very, very hot. Hot, hot and yucky? It's been in a storage <laughs> shed since we shut, shuttered up the place. The great Shelf year. Stable. The great year. You know, it's a very interesting bargaining chip, boiling hot barbecue sauce for daughter. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do well in the bargaining wars with him. Give his daughter to him. But your point yeah. is, no, they... It, You'd probably Family go over there, be, right? You'd probably feel helpless. And if Kirby was in a Moscow if I jail, felt that it was uh, you know safe enough to go over there, I'd go over there. She's there, though. My point being that if someone you care about is in the jail, uh, you would probably do what you can to get over there yourself, rather than screaming y'all that the government's not doing enough. What are you doing? Well, I'm calling the government. All right, mm-hmm. that you can still do that, and you can do it in Moscow. Granted, it isn't safe right now. It isn't a good time to be there. Oh, wait, Brittany was there. Earning a million dollars, smoking all the weed she could smoke. I'll try. Yeah, nobody. Would, and why is she unlawfully detained? What about all the other people that are there? They're all unlawful. Everybody, you go to every jail. Go over to Florence and ask how many of them are lawfully detained. <laughs> Not every, every, one. It's, it's the line from Shawshank. Everybody in here is innocent, but me. He's the only one who admitted he did it. Everybody's innocent. Stop it. And it's insulting to have the coach of the Mercury say that, you know. Nobody, nobody's acting disappointed in Brittany for doing it in the first place. Maybe it is a minor offense. But not there, it's not. you got to know the laws of the place you went. Ooh, it drove me bananas. Watching all that. And i got to stop watching WNBA stuff because it's a bit propaganda. You got into it. Oh, I Deep. got into it. Oh, I got into it. And you know what I really like? The face of the league is Candace Parker. She missed a layup. Just, just, you know. Point blank, standing under the routine. Rim. So routine. What warm up layups? Clunks it, stares at the rim, puts her hands on her hips while the ball goes down. The other, you know they're they're driving the other way, and stands there and stares at the rim. Argues with the rim for a second. The another girl clanks the layup on the other end. They get the rebound. It starts coming back. They chuck it down to the cherry picking Candace Parker, and without a beat, 
or missing a beat, the announcers are like, and the persistence pays off. My like, persistence, lazy <laughs> didn't go down the court. She stood under the basket the whole time. I used to hate guys on my team that wouldn't play defense and stand and argue with the rim after they miss a shot. We You're the face it, of the league. We made it a rule sometimes. No cherry no picking. No cherry picking. Yeah. That's a law. That was you points off the board. It might as well have been goaltending. Imagine Michael Jordan, the face of the league, misses a, a bunny and then stares at the rim while the other team goes five on four against your squad, and luckily they miss, and then you just happen and you get accolades for hanging around the other end, you lazy pile of garbage. I'm just saying that because she's a woman. Nope. Saying it because it's real. She was lazy. It was bad. It was bad basketball. I watched every minute of it. Loved it. John, let's be honest. LeBron would never get caught. He'd have a guy holding for him. He could afford that. Exactly. A smart (laughs) person has a holder. Barry Bonds never went to jail. The four other guys did. Oh, yeah. And one guy's still in there. Barry Bonds had people telling stories for him. They wouldn't rat him. Got to hand it to the... They got a nice gift basket Very coming out. Oh boy, did they. They got nice gift baskets coming. Anyway, crazy. So many things happen. We'll get into more of it. Uh, let's get a, a wake-up song, shall we, and start off this uh, first Monday we've worked in a little while. Hot, miserable start to the day. It's already 100 degrees outside. Uh, so it's all right. You'll be fine. You, you know where you live. It's part of the deal. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, get it started. And the second half of the year is officially underway, and it's up to you to kick it off. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.